Welcome to episode 112 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. In the land of the Hawkland Harriers, home of the 2520 Crush. Hello, Steve. Is that for real? What? Are they actually in the fluff? <laughs> I either made that up or I pulled <laughs> that from some okay. fluff-based team that you, me, or somebody else created from our Fumble League. Okay, just making sure because I was like, I don't remember that being in there. Uh, I am Steve, a.k.a. Kilwaggy. With me is Scott Prime. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad I like tricked you. Yeah, I had no clue. Steve. I aren't I using Hawkland right now? It's my human um, team. Maybe. I had another city in mind, but I think I was about to mispronounce it. So I went that route. Okay. And I don't even know where I pulled out the Harriers or anything like that. So Fair that enough. was all off the cuff. <laughs> Steve. What? You know how many times this year alone we've got the intro in one take? Every time I do it, and then that one time I, you did it. I mean, it's just been <laughs> it's been our year. Yeah, twenty twenty has sucked for everybody, like in general. <laughs> but for the podcast, it's been like amazing. It hasn't been bad. <laughs> I mean, speak. I mean, that's the whole episode. We got a special thing to talk about. But before we get to that, how has it been going? It has just, been going well. So, um, do we want to overall? Can't complain, right? I'm uh, about to buy my house from myself tomorrow. That's good. <laughs> Refinancing. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. And your kid does not have the COVID? No, no. Good. Um, that was all a bunch of 10-year-old kids talking at school. No, happy. that would yeah. never happen. <laughs> That's why when your kid comes home and says, Johnny says that he has the COVID. Mm-hmm. You listen to the medical people at that school, <laughs> right? Not, not the ten-year-old kid <laughs> in fifth grade. That's probably smart. If only my ex-wife would have <laughs> listened to the professionals at the school and not the ten-year-old kid freaking out my kid. But that's a story for another day. Yeah, Steve has been quarantining himself, staying at home, being super cautious. And I go over to Scott's one time, and then he gets a call from the ex, like. Your daughter has COVID. Like, oh, Lord. What did I do? <laughs> she does not have it. We want to talk about why I came over to your house? So, yeah, we, with all the, like, leaks that have come out online, you can't, like, get away from it, especially if you like Blood Bowl and you like kind of what you see. Yeah, everything came out. Everything. It, it looks like almost everything did. It's missing um, like four pages of the hardcover book, at least. It's not everything, but it's the hardcover book. It's pretty crazy, like how this got released. Um, so what we've been doing lately is, well, last week, uh, we got together with a buddy of ours, and we thought, why not? If since this crap's already out, you know, let's let's play test a little bit of this and see yeah. what happens. So uh, we're we made up a little mini tournament, and we'll go into details later obviously but yeah uh, we took it we took a necro team uh not a bretonian team imperial nobility nope imperial nobility a savage orc team black orc i'm sorry a black orc team (laughs) and a wood elf team and we just bracketed them up just to see how they will do and without going into many details um i don't hate it at all and i'm pretty positive from what i've seen we um, all seem to be enjoying it really 
it's definitely different on you know the random skills and the progressions and stuff like that and we'll, that's why we're trying to really do some play testing because we're not going to i don't care what other podcasts are doing it's annoying if they go into all the rules already but all the rules are not out despite this big book coming out that's not gw's full release because something in the box could be different all the pdfs they put online could be different like people complaining about well amazons don't exist or what about this team or this star player or this inducement those all might still exist just they will have updates on P in pdf form on the website so yeah we don't know there's too much to not know um but we do but, have, well, at least want to get the core mechanics down which we feel fine that that's not going to change right from what's um, been released yeah but so far you know even to the like we we played with the weird tiebreaker rules that they kind of suggest where it's a shootout yeah and stuff and i actually don't hate that either because it's like a three out of five thing instead of just one roll yeah that's a whole different thing three so out of five is actually huge. like some drama <laughs> to us having a shootout and stuff um you have hard choices now mm -hmm. because making rosters are a lot different at least with the two teams i messed with i had to make choices i had to decide over re-rolls or this and that um sure. it really looks like just quickly summing up it's definitely going to be a more long-term sports campaign game instead of like instant this guy got a niggling injury i'm gonna cut him yeah that's very true because you don't have a lot of choices. You've, you're you going to have to keep those guys around, you know. Although that being said, that guaranteed money is much nicer than the old way. Because yeah, it, I had, weird. I had plenty it's of weird. times I'd play a team and two people would die and I just can't recover. Because I keep well, losing. I keep getting 10 to 20 gold. I'm like, geez. I don't even remember if we talked about it on the podcast. But a month ago or something, I told you, like, man, we ought to talk about how you getting boned on, like, rolling ones or twos when you lose really can screw over your team long term really really does especially like that season i played slon where i lost a couple of blitzers i can't recover they're just yeah. so expensive and my team was so bad i was getting 10 20 maybe 30 and it takes me four games to get somebody that's not right so, i mean yeah so at the beginning of the game like after you roll for fans you know how much money you're going to get plus you know, if you want some more money, go out there and score. So it's mm -hmm. kind of interesting. Um, anyways, um, I don't hate it at all. Yeah, I'm welcoming the changes. The only thing I still find weird is like certain players can't throw. Like they just don't have that ability. Hasn't you, come into play at all, though. It has not come into play, but it really bugs me a lot. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that eventually they'll come out and say, oh, well, what we meant to say is, is like they can't get any bonuses. So, but they still roll a six; they can throw. Or whatever. No, but that being specifically in the rules that they, I I know they're not. The rules are from speak, what we have yeah. had to look up, is well written. Oh, it's again. We're not going to cover everything until everything comes out. But we are highly impressed that they actually did put the time and effort into this. I haven't found any errors yet. Hmm. I mean, it's been well, pretty amazing. And anytime we had a question about something, we go look in the rules and it tells you exactly the answer to the question. 
Yeah, I mean, we've had stuff like, oh, they didn't think of this. And sure enough, we were wrong. Mm -hmm. They thought of that. Um, so after a couple games each, or I played two games over the new rules, and you and Gary's played one each. And yeah. We'll, we'll wrap that up maybe this week or next week. But anyways, we're just kind of toying with it. It It's different enough, and it kind of feels like, I hate to say this because I was a pretty solid guy on the rules, but it's kind of refreshing. It really is. It feels unique. Yeah. And, and the le the skilling up is so, it just got rid of the whole meta. And it will, again, we'll go into that more in sure, detail. Sure. Yeah. Later I'd like on, to but... get into that way later because I can talk for 30 minutes. On yeah. That could easily be a whole podcast. <laughs> so, but other than that, we've been doing that. And then, uh, of course, we got a wonderful gym in the mail. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? So we have been bugging GW for about four years now, probably even longer, about trying to you know get them on the podcast, getting a good relationship, and guess what they gifted us? An advanced copy of Blitz Bowl Season 2. Yay! Bef so if you're big Blitz Bowl fans, we're going to break all that down for you. Yeah. And again, this is like legit before anybody else in the u.s to our knowledge has it we got it because mm. we're just that awesome well i'm sure other people got it but whatever. shut up i mean nobody got it yes. we got the only lone one copy we got the prototype no nah, i wouldn't say prototype but yeah so <laughs> we're gonna break that apart in the first segment second segment we had a whole bunch of questions from online so we're going to handle those and then shout outs and we'll be done all right, so we will take a quick break and we will come back with Blitz Bowl, What's in the Box? Scott Prime here. Just wanted to let everybody know Wizards Asylum Comics and Games in Norman is your go-to place during this crazy quarantine COVID-19 time period. Wizards Asylum is still doing mail orders for you guys. You can reach them at Wizards Asylum Comics and Games and Norman on Facebook. You can also go to wizardsnorman.com, talk to Brian Alcorn, have him send you some pictures of the products. He'll wrap them up, get them ready to ship for you so you can have something fun to do while you're sitting at home. Welcome back, and we are here to talk about Blitz Bowl Season 2. I so bad want to call it Blitz Bowl 2, based off the PC game. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you, but no, it's Season 2. So and the box itself has, like, we got some different humans, man. We got, like, the Middenheim Marauders, or just the Marauders. Yeah, they go just by the Marauders. Um, the box is the same exact size, in case you were curious. And it does have the new art, so it's pretty nice. I think, is it like $5 more than the first one? So okay. 49 instead of 45 maybe? Can't remember. Okay. I haven't looked. Like, it legit went up for pre-order today. And it's supposed to come out, what, September 21st, I think you said? I believe that was what I saw, September 21st. So, um, it's almost there. Month away. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty wacky. Um, this, I guess I didn't expect this. What's that? A Blitz Bowl 2. 
No, I mean, it seems... Or Blitz Bowl Season 2. I mean, right. I guess I should have expected it. I, I was thinking about this. So we had all the leaks. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was kind of like buying into the conspiracy of like, they let this leak. So we'd all kind of like go, oh, wow, the yeah, crazy no changes. We hate it. And then we'd read it and go, oh, this ain't so bad. So when this stuff comes out. But then the Snotling stuff is being released. Mm-hmm. And now... Blitz Bowl season two is being released. So my thinking here was, is like, they're thinking like, we're going to release Snotlings. They won't know anything's going on. You know, they're going to be happy. It's a new team. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have these new rules to soak in. Then we're going to release Blitz Bowl season two. And maybe that will be a hint that we're going to release Blood Bowl season two. Right. That's the way it should have been. <laughs> and so now I'm a hundred percent convinced that they did not leak their own product. Oh, I'm f- yeah. Not that I know uh, from someone inside, but yeah, for sure. They did not so release it. Um, yeah, this, I mean, it looks box is the same. Anyways, we open up the box. You yeah. have the, uh, what is this? The you got the dugouts and throw template as before. Uh huh. And then once you get past that, We've got the sprues for the new team. So, so the sprues, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're humans. They're in red plastic, which was the last Blitz Bowl. I know they had colors, but do you remember what the colors were? Yeah, it was yellow and red. Was yellow? Yellow and red? Was the humans red again? You know what? Is yellow, was it red and blue? Hold on a second. I'll go look. Like I, I, I should know, but well, I should know too. Just look real quick. We all should know, but we're kind of dumb and we're forgetful. And it's not like we didn't just play this two days ago, but still, um, is yellow and red. Yeah, humans okay, were so yellow, orcs were red. Humans were yellow, and yep. the orcs were red, right? Yeah, so it's the same red orcs. Okay, well that's fine. Well, I mean, it's the same red as the orcs. My point is, is like they gave you different models, mm-hmm. the different colors. Yeah. So if you wanted to play this, like me and my friends did in junior high, where you just slap a number on the models and just play make believe because you can't afford other models, mm-hmm. you can do that with this. They're all, all of them are push fit, even the dwarves. Yeah, that's the biggest surprise. Is they had to have retooled the dwarves to allow them to be push fit. And my thinking is, is like, if they can do that with the dwarves, why can't they do this with everything? <laughs> I mean, they, I guess they could, but they're just not going to. Well, I did mention that to one of the store owners and mm-hmm. um, at, at Wizards. And Brian said, well, he's like, you guys might want push fit. He's like, but a lot of GW people want everything to be customizable. So that they is don't true. want it to be push fit. You know, like he said... All the 40k stuff, the intro stuff is push fit, and after that, you know, yeah, make up whatever you want. If you want this guy to have two heads, go for it. If you want this, do and that. this is a board game, this is not a collectible type of Warhammer thing. So no. it says specifically ages 12 up, 30 minutes, two people. And as you pointed out, what's the little special thing on the cover? So this is interesting. I thought that they have the dice tower seal of approval. Now, when I pointed that out to you, you go, so what? 
Well, I listen to, you know, board game podcasts and stuff like that. And at the shop, you know, that's, that's a big podcast. Uh, The whole Dice Tower network is huge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they do yearly Kickstarters to keep themselves funded and they always make it. And they're constantly putting out content. Now, I don't listen to everything from them and they've changed their format on some of the shows. So it's not one of my favorites as much anymore, but it's still a good place to go get board game reviews and stuff. So that means at some point they must have really liked Blitz Bowl one season one enough to like, I guess, work out this seal of agreement or something like that because it's on these boxes and it doesn't make me go buy a game. Like I don't see that seal and go, Oh, I have to get it. It has the dice tower seal of approval. Yeah. But there is people out there that, you know, come up to the shop and they go, Hey, I'm going to get this. I, I, you know if this is good? And I said, no, I don't know. I've never played it. And they're like, well, I saw the Dice Tower seal on it, so I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, then. I mean, that's a big deal it. then. Yeah. So it, it is a deal that some people, you know, think like, well, I know this game doesn't suck. It might mm-hmm. not be for me, but it doesn't suck. So that, that's cool. And it really show, tells me that they're really thinking of the board gamer, not the Blood Bowl guys. The casual <laughs> or, board gamer. Yeah actual board gamer who's going to buy this and throw it on their shelf yeah so and see what else we got in the box we got the card sets so we have the regular player cards we've got the challenge cards and the brand new ball cards which we'll go into more later um of course you have your bases and you have your dice yeah these are red and blue dice and just so people know um the red is the exact same as the previous red and the blue is the exact same as the BB-16 release. Okay. However, there is a possibility, slight possibility, because I only have the one example to look at, that the D8 on the red dice is a little bit different. Really? It might be a little bit thicker than the other one. Now, this one is thicker than my other one, like the lines. Uh-huh. But I don't know if that is like a one-off thing or if that's just a variance like in the, the lines production. On the numbers? Yeah. Okay. Just like a hair, 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 hair bit different. Hmm. But it's enough for me to at least notice and you know mention. I, I didn't even notice that while we played. So Nobody would notice it. But I okay. was comparing side by side to make sure, and I happened to notice it. And I'm like, well, I better at least point that out. So if you are just a dice collector, I see no reason to get this because you should have those dice already. You're saying like a lot of us bought two sets to get a full, you know, we need three Mm -hmm. dice to sling around. Sure did. So what's really cool about this though, and to me it's also still catering to that board gamer, is a super nice insert. And that's probably where you get your extra $5 because they have to pay for the mold and all this stuff. But you know what? And so everybody knows the insert holds the whole team, two teams, yeah, holds all spaces. the cards, spaces for all the dice and extras, like the balls. I will probably buy an extra copy of this just to have that insert to put in season one to hold them. <laughs> well, that's that's where they might get some of us. I thought about it, too. I mean, I don't know if I'll do it right off at front but maybe four months down the line i could see myself doing that yeah i mean it is it is great and the figures fit fine i've got my season one figures that's why it took me a second to bust it out is i got 
my season one in that already just to test it out and mm. they work perfectly well, that's good so it's it's really cool i mean it's well thought out this is a nice production design mm -hmm. um, i mean yeah it might be i mean really it might be a, a little bit more expensive but it's gonna be more expensive for the yeah the gw name and it also models, it also has the blitz bowl coach roster too which we'll get oh. into yeah, later on so the things that this has that other game doesn't obviously it's a new pitch double-sided so you got mm -hmm. that you've got the new dwarf team which again old dwarf team same molds basically but push to fit you've got dice which are pretty much the same the ball cards are new and then the tray is new and the dugouts are a little bit different too because they're double-sided with different things. Well, let's so talk is, about the changes, though. Sure, yeah. Um, and we really okay. did go through every little bit and write down every change we could find. Yeah, we actually have notes, man. We're, like, trying to be professional here. Right. Uh, player cards. They're taller and thinner than the last ones. Yeah, the last ones were 11 by 7.7, 7.8 millimeters, something like that. And the new ones are 12 by 7. And they're also a lot cleaner. You know, mm -hmm. they don't have as much of that dirty background to give it flavor. They've just made them a lot cleaner to read. Which I actually like because, like, I get what GW does with their games. They have this look that they want, mm -hmm. you know, this dirty, dark, grim, dark future look and stuff to it. But I like the look of these new ones a lot. Yeah. And with the teams, if you go grab the Chaos team, you're going to get the individual logo on the team. So yeah. it has a cool logo on it. That is really neat. They have the individual logos on them now, so it makes them look just a little bit different. And doesn't this come with like 13 teams now? Um, I believe it's... I forget how many it does. Oh, I can tell you here. It's a, a lot. <laughs> you, can keep, you can keep gabbing. So I did go through every single team to look... The new teams that are in here that are not anywhere present elsewhere are Lizardmen, Nurgle, and Wood Elf. And we're not going to provide you the info on those because, I mean, we could, but we want you to encourage you to go buy the game. Um, yeah, there's 13 total teams. So, so just in case you're wondering, yeah. it's Dwarf, Chaos, Halfling, Human, Elf, Dark Elf, Lizardman, Nurgle, Orc, Undead, Goblin, Wood Elf, and Skaven. Yeah. That's that's a lot of choices. I'm, it's really cool. It really is. It's pretty much everything has come out almost. So as I went through, and I'll kind of go through this kind of quick, um, because it's just the changes to the individual cards. So I went through every little card, every race, compared them to the old sets to see if there's anything different. So for humans, their photos... It's a different paint job, so it's kind of neat. The catcher, oh, yeah, you got the Marauders now, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. And the catcher has one more movement. Hmm. So I guess they wanted to make them a little bit different. And the first of many slight word changes, basically for the better. So it'll now say six-sided die instead of D6 and squares instead of spaces. A lot of the changes on this are just there basically to clean up the 
way it's written. So it's easier for quote unquote regular board players, board game players to grasp and get a hold of. Or no yeah, or just a newbie in general. Yeah, exactly. Um the orc, black orc blitzer, they no longer get the bonus to the armor roll. That's that w- the the mob. Yeah. Black orc blocker. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not the blitzer. <laughs> right. The black orc. Um that was huge because they used to just peel the humans off left sure. and right. Elven catcher, there's a word change again, same as the human one. Chaos blocker, slight word changes. The dwarf weirdly have the same paint job as before. And the runner says eight-sided die instead of D8. So again, word changes. Goblin lineman, word changes. Skaven gutter runner, same thing. Dark elf lineman. Interesting one here. The dark elf lineman, the new card is a different figure than the yeah, old it's the, card. It's the female. And it's the female one. It's I cool. Think, yeah, I think they're probably injecting. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to reach board gamers, you might want, if if a dude's buying this and they want to play with their girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, hey, look, there's a girl character in this. So, yeah, you know, definitely helps. All inclusive. Um, the Dark Elf Runner, again, has a slight word change. Dark Elf Blitzer, I thought this was weird too, has a slightly different image. It's the same model, but the shoes are different and the angle is slightly different. Like it's twisted just a little bit. Dude, you must have really compared these side by side. I, I, I did. I was being, like I said, I went through every single one. Um, and uh, the Halfling Hefty also has a slight word change to be concise. That's it for the changes of the actual cards. You know, there's, when I say slight word changes, it's the same effect. It's just changing them slightly to make it a little bit more cleaner. So the actual players and the teams didn't change much. The challenge cards, we'll get to that. They are smaller. They're now 10 by 6.5. I don't remember what they were before. I think they were the same size as the other ones. This, I think, is the thing I'm most disappointed in. It's the same cards. Mm-hmm. Same 24 regular, 16 end game. You know, the same. And that's for, what the old one had is yeah. 24 and 16. It. I went through every single one. Pretty much every single one is exactly the same. They do have new art, and they clean up, clean up some of the wordings. Um, except, I mean, they changed some of the point totals. Yeah. On, on the oh, you have a list here too. I see that. Yeah, the um, so break some bones, get moving, take them down, and cause some carnage. They're all one less point than they used to be. So maybe that's just a way to kind of not have it break away so much. And the only change to a name was they had a cause some carnage card on the back that had enfeebling curse, and they've changed it to curse of rust. So, same Same thing, same effect. That just kind of sucks. I mean, I get it. it. This is really like a season two. They just made it a little bit better. I would have rather had seen more that you can add to the deck. So, this is two years old, right? The first one. Sounds right. Something like that, yeah. So, yes. I mean, from playing a few games of it, I mean, like, I like the presentation of it. I uh, I really do wish it had a couple of different 
at least a few different challenge cards. Yeah. So you could have options. Uh, they did not do that. So what this feels like to me, and they do this in board games all the time. Uh, if you buy board games and collect board games around uh, long enough, you might have one of your favorite come out and they'll come out with a, like recently with Shadows of Brimstone, you know, that was made 10 years ago or whatever. And now they came out with Shadows of Brimstone, you know, whatever the swamp one was called revised edition because okay. they don't want to say second edition because they changed some things. Um, Sheriff of Nottingham, that game's been, you know, has had a second edition before. Something Arkham Horror has had, you know, second edition, third edition. Mm-hmm. maybe not third edition maybe it's just second edition but there's games out there that they go through this you know they listen to feedback and they make some changes to maybe make it more balanced so i think that's what we're getting here and i don't have any disparagement to that i think it is better you know if you go to play the only bad thing is it kind of makes season one obsolete um because the cards are basically the same and the points are changed there's no reason for you to use season one cards anymore, period. There's just well, not. Well, I mean, if you still have the game, great. But if you buy the season two, it replaces the season one for sure. Sure. Now, what I'm hoping happened here is that they've learned from, you know, season one or the first one came out and they did better than they thought. So we got a second season. So they cleaned this up and they thought, I'm hoping this is a hope. This is not a I, I know. I'm hoping this means like, wow, this is doing pretty good. Let's actually turn this into a really good board game for board gamers. Yeah. We'll put a good insert in it. Um, because of the insert to fit everything in, we need to change the card sizes. So let's do that now. And if it continues to sell good like the first one did, we'll do a, a third season and then we can add some new challenge cards and stuff. Or maybe we'll like- just have challenge card packs or something. That would be neat too. Well, I told you long ago that what they should have done with those small teams, you know, you know how you buy one spread yeah. of a team and get a six player team or whatever, mm-hmm. that they should just have two or three cards in there. Yeah. Like just, you. or even one, one new card would get people, to, some people to buy those. It and really would. Variants in their game. I mean, I've bought them. I just haven't opened them because there's just no need. So, GW, we know you're listening because you've made so many changes to the next version of Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah. You've had to listen to this podcast. I highly suggest put one or two cards in those little box sets. That would get people to buy it and make you more money. and Or, or maybe a team card pack or something. So like there that. are slight changes to yes. the rules. The, well, I guess the old rule book I thought looked better because it actually had a cover, whereas this one just kind of go straight into it right but that that's just a non-thing the only true change to the rules that i could see was there's now a rule called get on with it if you start your turn with the ball and don't claim any challenge cards a new ball comes into play so it kind of keeps you from stalling you know if someone's trying to pull that tactic i guess people did you know, it's not something that you or I would do, but if someone was up and they just decided to do that and, you know, this is a way to get another ball into play and make it more exciting. All right. And when we're talking about balls, they do have the ball cards. There's 27 different ball cards, which is pretty cool. So you actually have, I told Steve, this actually gives use because I don't use 
the balls that come with the, the new teams. No, because not at all. I don't like putting them in that little peg hole or anything like that. But for a board game like this that uses them, yeah. you know, now we have uses for them. Absolutely. Which also could allude to maybe expansion coming out with the new stuff that uses all the new balls. That's possible. So, and honestly, you could use these ball cards in the regular Blood Bowl if you wanted to. You yeah, essentially, the, the, the teams that you play, you take two ball cards because some teams, I think goblins have three, but you choose two. Like if you're dwarves and I'm lizard men, we each choose two. We shuffle up the deck. When one comes out, it's random. And if a fifth one comes out, whoever's turn it was gets to pick which one. They're, they're mostly different. There are some duplicates like stab, basically, you know, spiky ball and stuff. Right, right. Um, there's some duplicates, but for the most part, they are different. So it's I do nice like though. that. It's enough to change the game a little bit. Yeah. And um, overall... They have league rules. Yeah. Um, oh, one last thing about the balls. It does specifically state now that you must throw to a player on your own team. I think before it didn't specifically state that because, you know, why would you have to? But now, where they have like the spiky ball, so someone oh. could fail, which I thought that was my first instinct was I'm going to throw it at somebody, see if I can't yeah, hurt them. But yeah, they do have league rules, and everyone is looking forward to this, and this is one of the biggest changes. And unfortunately, it's there's not much to it. No, it's very simple. It's you know, it's telling you like they suggest ten rounds, and you know, for your league format, and then you have three points for a win one point for a tie and zero for, you know, yeah. or loss. And at the end of the I season, mean, there's awards, which is cool. But the only, your team never levels up. Your coach gets additional traits. You know, they have a, a list of coach traits, which is kind of neat. Yeah, so, we didn't try those, but that looks interesting because you actually record those on those roster things. Yeah. So like, and it's I all once a, per game, so it's neat. I think it's a cool perspective and something I'd like to try. Just to see what it's like. I mean, because now you're, you're really, I think, hitting the, the board gamers once again. You're, you're, you're definitely acknowledging, like, this is just a board game about sports. Mm -hmm. You're the main attraction because you're the coach. And, you know, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was a, a neat little thing. But also, I wonder if this is something to allude to that could come down the pike eventually in the new Blood Bowl stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I, I doubt it. I yeah. think that might be more I was just disappointed so. because I thought it'd be cool that the players, I thought maybe they would just do straight up random skills. Like after a game, whoever gets MVP gets a random skill. Now, uh, you're still welcome to, that's one great thing about this. You can still do whatever the heck you want. It's Blood Bowl. Sure. You can change the rules to however you want, but the actual league rules that are in here do not excite me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. I think more. It's more of a gateway. Like, oh, we played this three times. Oh, you know, hey Johnny, did you read this? It says you can do a league. Oh, we should try that. And then maybe it'll get you like, oh, maybe we should just play Blood Bowl. Yeah. You know. So like, I think it's more of an entry way to like get that feeling. And then if you want more, you obviously will discover Blood Bowl. Yeah. There's a um, few other things that were changed um, that I just didn't have a place to put in. The board is clearer, again, keeping with the previous theme. It's not as muddled. The spaces are more defined. 
but it's different than the other one. So you yeah. can have different stadiums now. Yeah, so that's awesome. And shout out to Maelstrom Designs. He is actually doing some neoprene ones. So I've given him the new sizes of all the cards to help out. The dugouts do have different images on each side, and they are different from the original dugouts. Yep. The block dice are, for whatever reason, they're listed in a different order than it was on the previous game. Whatever. Doesn't make a big difference, but it is a slight change. Um, the drill cards, they still have those. Same names. They're slightly worded differently because you have a dwarf team instead of an orc team. I didn't believe you when we opened it up that those drill cards were around before. And then I looked at mine <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I have them. Yeah. And they're also taller and thinner, the same size as the others, mainly so they fit in the box accordingly. And um, I did test, like, the, the box does fit in the Season 1 box. So if you do get the tray and put it in a Season 1 box, you're good to go. Yeah, but the bad thing is, is if you do that, does the cards, the old cards fit in the new tray? No. No, the okay. old cards don't fit. I mean, but you wouldn't want to use the old cards anyways. You're going to want to use the new cards. Well, that's true. So, season two, I don't really know about. I would sooner see it called revision two or whatever. Like I, you said. I agree with you. I, I mean, like... I think what they're too scared to do is, and again, I go back to my comment of like, I wonder if their plan was to release Snotlings. They released this board game as season two. And that way, when they hit us with, guess what else is coming out season two? Yeah. We're not so shocked and awe. But really, this is, in my opinion, Blitz Bowl second edition. Yeah. We, we, we fixed a few things that we think will help. We made it more board gamer friendly. We put it in a really nice package for you, and we hope that this continues to sell. So maybe the next time we can even add new content. And so. for me, if you ask me if this is worth picking up, if you already have season one, if you like the game, yeah, for sure. And if you don't have season one, for sure, it's still a great game. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if you enjoy the game, pick it up. If, if, you're pretty happy with what you have at home. There's really not a reason to, but I'm going to give you another reason why you should. If you play Blood Bowl and you want, maybe you think uh, Old World Alliance is a terrible team, but so you didn't buy the box set, <laughs> but you're getting an Old World Alliance pretty much team out of this box. I mean, all you got to do is add a few halflings and yeah. ogre. So like, you know, you can go get an Old World team for $35 or you can get you a board game. And <laughs> you if you... If you want a carrying case to take to tournaments, this isn't bad. No, I. you mentioned that, and I thought that was ridiculous at first when we were messing around. More and more I think about it, though, like you could just, you know, put the box cover on it, lay a piece of, you know, some type of cloth in there. Yeah, you put some foam pieces. in, and you've got places to put cards. Not cards, but, I mean, yeah, um, dice, dice and, and whatever. And it's plenty big, so you can take a rule book with you, anything. Yeah, I don't think it's as ridiculous as I first thought. So right, I mean, that's it's not that's not a bad thought. Um, this this comes from me who has a sealed one and two open season ones. So <laughs> right. I I have to find a use for these. <laughs> I I see myself getting this. I don't yeah. know if I'd get a second copy. I, I see no reason to. Right. Um, 
to support GW and I do like this game, I most likely will buy one to keep sealed because that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and I will buy one for my own. I And all cards on the table, this is my game. GW sent it to us. Scott, I believe, has allowed me to keep it since I did all the work, I assume. <laughs> what um, Steve is basically telling everybody, he's going to hoard everything <laughs> from now on. Basically, yeah. But, well, well, anyways, we'll fight about that later. But either way, I'm still going to buy it. Even if I don't get to keep this and it goes to Scott, whatever, or we give it away, who knows. Um, I'm still going to buy one, no matter what. Because I do think it's worth the money. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think it's value-wise. I don't think it's bad. But you have, I think the people who buy this solely for the dice, or they did for the first edition. Yeah, that's not happening again. You're you're missing two things. GW should have changed the dice colors. Now, I know they didn't because it matched the uh, sprues. Mm -hmm. Man, if they would have went with even red speckled with white and blue speckled with white or something they would have sold double these to most people because the dice collector people are crazy i've known multiple uh, people like that and it's weird yeah but if you have like the first blitz bowl sitting on your shelf because you bought it for the dice man like Bust it, it really out. is a good board game yeah I can, get Jen- I can get jennifer to play this you know a lot easier because it plays like a board game than playing a trudging through a whole game of blood bowl and frustration yeah and i think that actually will bring us to our next segment because we did post this online and we got a lot of questions obviously so our next segment is going to be us going through each individual question we got and kind of responding to them and that will come up so let's go ahead and take a break real quick and we'll come back to those questions Welcome back, and now we're going to be talking about questions that were submitted to us by the crowd. These came from Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. I tried to get as many as I could. If I did miss you, I apologize. Um, Other than that, let's go. Yeah, so uh, Oliver Monk, he said, are the dwarves easy to build? Yes, they're pushed to fit, so it looks like you just clip them and stick them. Even that tiny, crappy tiny 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 piece that fits in the back of the dwarves which if anybody out there in the blood bowl world makes sprues of things tell me why that piece is a separate dang piece someone than the rest of the model someone answered you did you not see that yeah i did not see it because if they put it in it requires more filler material when they print it so it's a cost cutting measure so it's really a matter of pennies Probably. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Pennies okay. on well, scales of thousands. So. Oh, okay. Well, like, never mind. You don't have to answer me. Somebody else did. <laughs> so. and some of these questions are going to be stuff that we already answered. Uh, Hanu Pajala, excuse me, Hanu Pajula, I believe, asked if there was new races. Again, yes, there are three new races. Lizardman, Nurgle, Wood Elf. And again, if you did not pick up those four expansions, then it still has those as well. So it's right. still worth getting. Uh, Gary, no. Spencer Stevens said, is this good intro to Blood Bowl? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Intro? Um, kind of. I, I don't. I think that's maybe the biggest thing is like 
Blitz Bowl is a board game, a sports board game. Mm -hmm. Why Blood Bowl is a sports role-playing game. They're night and day, two different things. So Um, I have a different take on this, and it requires how much effort you put into it. Because if you just played this game and then played Blood Bowl, it's not going to help you much. You no, get I don't the under- think so either. You get the understanding of the squares and those passing and stuff, but the rules are so different, and the things are worded differently that it may not be good. If you're wanting to use this to intro people to Blood Bowl, then yes, it can be. You teach them the correct verbiage for the block dice, so they're not confused when they go to the other game. You um, build some fluff around the, around the crush, Again, the crush is the whole thing of getting them into the leagues. These teams are picking players off of this. So you could use this to teach them and bring them into the Blood Bowl proper, but just going straight from these rules into Blood Bowl, it's kind no. of more difficult. No, it's a it's a separate game. They're going to have to, to me, love the fluff. Like, oh, that's what yeah. this is? This is like, the, you know, like drafting? Yeah. Oh, I want to know more. And then, then you can show them the difference. And I mean, your first two plays of Blood Bowl, they're going to go like, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole different game. Um, but good news is, as we know, yeah, it's going to be a lot easier to teach. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, we, uh, we did have a question from Chris Lipscomb. I believe a lot of other people asked this too, uh, wanting to know a release date. Uh, up until today, I could tell you no info, but it is up for pre-order on Barnes & Noble. And release date is September 21st. Yeah, Johnny Paletis just messaged me and said, looking forward to your episode. And uh, I just ordered my <laughs> Blitz Bowl copy. That's so, awesome. So I guess I probably should save that for shout outs. Uh, Lug Legger? Is this like a alias to Lex Luger? It might be. <laughs> the former WCW champion. <laughs> uh, shipping to Canada. Uh, from what we know, all signs point to yes, but we're not like 100% sure yeah i mean the last time it did there's no reason it shouldn't i mean with everything going on who knows really but yeah who knows uh chris hunt was asking if it is a significant update to the game not really no not um, really i mean it adds the balls and the coaching stats it's still and if he and if he played it would he have fun yeah um, oh if you bought it you're still gonna play it and like I said, this would replace Blood Bowl or Blitz Bowl Season 1. So I think, it. like I said, I, I still think it's a good thing to buy, even if you have it. I mean, I think the first one's okay to buy, too, if you're the guy who, you know, needs a couple more Black Orc blockers or a Blitzer or something Oh, like that's that. true. So yeah. To fill in holes. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark uh, Cordez, uh, you know. What caused GW to ship it to us? Um, well, yeah. bugging them a lot over many, 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 many years. Yeah. It feels like longer than four years, but... It is know. actually, truthfully, longer. But four years ago, Blood Bowl 16 came out, and another podcast got the first interview with GW, and that bugged us. Because, uh, I mean, no offense to them, the great guys. I've known them, I've met them, but... We've been around longer, and we've attempted to contact them before. So I really made a point of trying to get in their good graces, and not just, I'm not I'm not sucking up, none of that stuff. It's just, 
I'm using my contacts within the company to talk to other people. You know, we've had uh, designers on. We've been trying to move up the ranks. We've been trying to get different people on, all that type of stuff. And this is just one of those things. You know, they know us. We know they listen to us. And they trust us to give an unbiased opinion. You know, this came with no strings, obviously. Uh, we're not going to lie and just, oh, we love this and everything's perfect and you have to go buy it. We're not going to do that. This was sent as a review copy. We reviewed it. Now, if you don't believe that, that's on you. But <laughs> that's just not something we would do. <laughs> I think if you look back at the releases, especially in the last year to year and a half, We've been blatantly honest with them. I mean, mm -hmm. like I bought stuff and I said, I'm never going to buy this stuff again. Um, <laughs> it's, I think if they are listening to us and it almost feels like they are because like even somebody mentioned like, man, how does Scott feel? Because all these new rules feel like they're stuff he's been clamoring for. Um, I don't know. All I, all I can tell you is like, we love it from the perspective of, Yes, we know it's a very strategic game. Yes, we know a lot of people uh, adore painting models and winning painting contests and other people like the strategy. We happen to like all those things, but most <laughs> more than anything, we love the, the fluff of the universe, the stories behind it. Mm -hmm. And we cherish those moments to like create those stories. Um, you know, like... <laughs> it's just fun. Like even like in our random blood bowl league that we have with on fumble, it's just fun to see like characters be important out of nowhere. Like you've done this many times, Steve. And so does other people out there who really pay attention. There's some characters you don't <laughs> go pick up the ball with, even yeah. though their stat line is exactly like somebody else's. Mm -hmm. You don't, trust the role-playing side of that character and then when you do give him a chance and he rolls a one you will yell why did i let <laughs> this guy try to pick up the ball i know he can't pick up the ball he never picks up the ball unless we're up three to nothing already yep. so like there really is a feel of we love the backstory as much as we love the game um so I hope that's what got us the, here. And like I said, we, we've been very honest with them. And when this new rule book comes out, from what I've seen so far, I'm going to be really like <laughs> chugging some GW, you know what? Because like, I really like what I hear so far and see. And, and yeah, it's, it. uh, it'll be interesting so, when we talk about that for sure. So, but I'm also not going to lie and say like, I mean, like, yeah, the and the, the Snotling cards are going to suck, and I didn't even buy them. But what I do think they're going to be is a huge collector item because I don't think anybody's going to buy those cards coming out. So, so to, and also to go back to the comment, you know, why did they send it to us? Honestly, not know. not to blow our own horn, but we are one of the most popular and longest running Blood Bowl podcasts. So why wouldn't they? Well, I mean, you know. We have I a know. great presence online. We have a lot of listeners, and that's I mean, just something we've we've cultivated. Yeah, I mean, we've. I know it doesn't feel like it at times, but we do care, and we care about the podcast, and we do kind of you know work hard. There's times where, we're, 
<laughs> we get in arguments where one of us will want to just like, well, we need to do a podcast. And then the other one will go like, well, that's not good enough. We need better subjects. Mm -hmm. And then other times we go like, Hey, let's just, you know, play a fumble game and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to mention that next time on blood, both down. <laughs> but, but seriously, I, I yeah. don't know why they trusted us with this uh, for, for real. I'm saying that like for real, because I've badmouthed some of the things that I think they've done wrong. But and... we, we haven't done it maliciously. That's the thing. No, no, no. It comes from a point of we want it, everything better. It's, so. I, think, I, I, I take it as like GW is the guy who married my sister. And I want my sister to be happy, but I'm not going to sit back and let him treat her like crap either. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. You get kind of what I'm saying? Man? I get like, it. Yeah. I love him because he's part of my family and I really want to accept him and love him for everything. But okay. You know, you know, come on, dude. You buy some flowers every now and then. Okay. Well, I think we spent enough time on that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, go ahead. Uh, Terry Owen, I believe Paul Morris and Simon Cook all said, is there a UK release? We haven't heard of any. It, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, supposedly Germany again, but who knows? We I'm hoping so. We haven't heard of any. That doesn't mean no. That just means that we really have no clue. Right. Um, this might be the same person, but I don't know. Massimiliano Luisi and Shamon85 on Reddit. Uh, they say they both want it for the Old World Alliance team. Hey, look at that. And is it going to release in Canada? It should release in Canada. And yeah, it is good for an Old World Alliance team. Yeah, gets you what you need there. So, uh, Brad Furman, what is this? Uh, sign up for the Kids Club, and he gets 30% off. So uh, At Barnes & Noble. However, let me warn you right now, because I, you know, I've, how many copies of Blitz Bowl have I bought? Probably 12, 15 or something. Uh, you pretty much bought everyone in the Oklahoma City area for a long time because you would ship them out to people for right. special favors. Well, no, because they asked and they paid for it. And sure. I, I undercharged one time and that sucked. However, um, you can sign up at Barnes & Noble for like coupons. And I think they used to have... You know, sign up for an email, get 50% off coupon. That's great and all. They send you an email every single day. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. Every single day, sometimes twice a day, I would get emails from Barnes & Noble. I eventually just had to stop it. I'm like, this is insane. As much as I would like to find another coupon for 50% off or something, I'm not dealing with that day after day after day after day after day. Sheesh. Sure, I get it. Um, let's see. Robert Moranchik. Moranchik, I think. Other race cards? Yeah. Are there any changes? We went over that. So, again, yeah, there are the like... additional races and slight changes to the cards. The humans really are the only stat change. I mean, I think it's really awesome that there's so many races in that box. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I can, I can only... I, I look through this as, like, if I was playing even blood bowl for the first time like i ran across this at the store as a kid and mm -hmm. i just think of how awesome that would have been for my little mind uh sean horrocks mentions the uh the dice tower seal of approval yeah we talked about that already yeah we've already talked about that you know why is it limited in certain countries we don't know i guess they just want something exclusive with barnes and noble yeah i don't it doesn't make sense to me and yeah i wish i had an answer and they've never given us one i mean i think those other 
GW Gateway games for like Warhammer and stuff are also, you know, Barnes and Noble exclusives. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe they feel like us Americans, <laughs> where all this, where all the Barnes and Nobles are, um, you know, needs an entry to get more of us to play Blood Bowl. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I mean, that's possible. Is we, you know, we have less people actually play the regular games, so they can try to go into the. To me, there's got to be some metric. I know I feel like they're leaving money on the table. Yes, but there's some weird metrics. Maybe like why they're going here. You just wouldn't sell enough out there. Maybe. Maybe they don't sell enough. Maybe the language that they have to translate it to so many. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Google that said same dice. Yeah. Talked about that already. Steve mentioned about the the red and blue. And And like I said, there's a slight difference in the D8, but who knows. Uh, Matthew Pinnell asks if it's the same board. It's the same size, same layout. Not the same layout of the actual pitch itself, but where the numbers are and where the cards go, that layout is the same. But the actual board itself, the game area, is different, and each side is different. So Yeah, so we have four different pitches now to play yeah. Blitzbolt on, so that's cool. Oh, boy, I'm not going to be able to say this uh, name. Pistache Hoyas. Sasha Hoyas, uh, similar to Blood Bowl 2020 rules, not at all. No, um, the only the only similarity is, and I've checked the first edition. This is where they started doing the marked and open. Mm-hmm. So that's been carried over to Blood Bowl 2020, which I think is good. But other than that, no, no, this is Blitz Bowl, totally different game. Leon, uh, Leon David Smith, uh, what makes new rules worth it? Well. Nothing in the new rules balls, make it worth it. Balls, maybe? And you get, like, coaching <laughs> attributes? Yeah. And you get all the teams in the box? Really, like uh, I said, the rules... Full case holder? I don't know. The rules don't make it worth buying, but the models, pitch, balls, dice, case holder, all that type of stuff, that makes it worth it to me. The it's a better rule... presentation of the first one. That absolutely true. With some added on things. Yeah. So, I mean, now... You could go, all you people in other countries that have the first one, you could sell yours off for 10 bucks to somebody who maybe wants it and then buy the new one. That's know? true. You can offset your costs there. Uh, Sam Russell and then Faust underscore 33 from Reddit uh, asked about the coach sheets, what they're for. Mentioned that that's for league play. And are there any alternate team stats for humans? That's a missed opportunity. It would have been nice if they did. I guess they kind of did because the human is one square faster. But it would have been kind of neat if they had Marauders as a special human team. But they're just trying to keep it simple. Oh, that would have been really cool. Like, this box had the Marauders, so mm-hmm. their catcher's faster. And the next box has, you know, I don't know. Right. Another but Bright, Cru- Bright Crusaders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have one extra, you know, something. But they didn't do that. And then also wanted to know about the balls, and we've already went over that. Right. Uh, Chris Watson, squares to board mean anything in the dugout? No. Yeah, it is just aesthetic. The reserve action still takes it from the dugout, puts it on the board. The dugouts do have, like, little squares that lead, but they don't really mean anything. Yeah. Woodrow Arlington, are the halflings as good? I believe they're the exact same. I don't see any we, difference between the two. And we haven't played Halflings, so we can't honestly say if yeah. they're good or bad. That's true. We uh, have heard a, that they're overpowered, so there's been no change. Right. 
Uh, not a robot 20. I'm sorry, not a robot 1020. I want, I don't want to get the not a robots people mixed up. Right. Of course. Uh, league play. Yeah. We've talked about that. There's a league play. Um, it doesn't seem too fancy, but you can, you know, you can do what you want with that. Right. And then the release date, we've already talked about that. It looks like September 21st. If you order it online, Bosk Russia, um, different text on all the ball cards. Mostly they're mostly all different, different, different. Different, different, and anyways, um, they're mostly all different. There are some that are duplicates or similar, but it's good enough. Right, uh, Victoria Chan and Neutron, Neutron, N G U Tron. Oh, Neutron, that's kind of clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, discussion uh, about so this was GW. yeah, this was a thread on on uh, Reddit asking that we should thank GW for sending it to us. And we're like, oh, yeah, we we have. Trust me. When they sent the email and said, hey, guys, guess what? We're sending this out to you. I about freaked. And I'm like, what? You are? Oh, my God. Uh, thank you. This got Steve to leave his house because he's like, look what I got in the mail. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I was coming over anyways. But, yeah, I kept it a surprise to Scott. And then I guess they were confused about the the box about it possibly being for kids this is not really aimed at kids kids could play it but it's not aimed at it and again in that discussion we were talking about journalistic integrity you know guys there were no strings attached to this we could say whatever we wanted if this was horrible we would tell you it's just a slight different version and again i mean we've been honest is it worth buying if you have season one i can't tell you straight off it is it depends on you i think there's enough there to buy it but if you're happy with season one and you don't want the extra stuff, don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, <laughs> I look at this as, for example, Camel Up is a game that we've played, board game that we've played many times. Mm-hmm. They've came out recently within the last, I think, year, year and a half, a new version of Camel Up. A new company is, is making it and the rules are slightly different. Is it enough to get me to go buy a copy? It hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Do I? I like the new version. I like how it plays different, but it hasn't made me go replace mine that's on my shelf in my board game collection, and most likely won't. You know, like right, because there's just not enough changes for me to justify. You know, I play Camel Up quite a bit, and there's just not enough to. But. But, I might ask for the new version of Camel Up for Christmas because I can't think of anything else. But if, if I get it, if, great. No big deal. If Camel Up came with a different map or race setup, sure. however you want to call it, track, I guess. If it had like a figure eight track and it came with plastic models instead of wooden ones, would that be enough? Maybe. Because it's oh, different. Oh, for sure. You know? I mean... But like, like I said, this has the new pitch. That alone, it changes the gameplay a lot. So to me, that's enough. Yeah, and I then, mean it's it's kind of just how much do you like Blitz Bowl, right? Or or the Blood Bowl universe itself. It's I don't feel like it's a waste of money like those card packs. I no, don't. This is the cost of two of those card packs. This is if, much better value. If you're a guy that doesn't play Blood Bowl but plays Blitz Bowl, I think you're definitely going to want this because you want. To me, they've made those changes for a particular reason with those points. Maybe it plays better or tighter games. And you want to support it to get more stuff. 
exactly i mean that's another thing too so and i mean okay uh the last comment we had uh someone i won't even mention his name on reddit why not let's mention six <laughs> times 33 six, or 633 whatever um they just straight off said the art was hideous and it looked sloppy. I don't see that to each their own. I happen to really like this art on the box. It is stylistically, um, you know, it's similar to the, I mean, I'd say similar to the 2020 stuff coming out. Yeah. It's, I like it a lot. It's, it's a little different, may not be as clean or whatever, but again, to each their own. And that's not exactly cr constructive criticism. So, well, eh, whatever. I get what he's saying. I mean, if he don't like it, then speak with your dollars. I yeah. But just you just come out and go, well, the art's not for me. Okay, well, that's fine. That's not a question. But sure. Anyways. Well, um, I mean, we there's a lot of there's a lot of board games I buy that don't have great art, but I mm -hmm. love the board games so. We appreciate everyone asking the questions. Again, we hope we hit everyone. We may have missed a couple of people. If we did, we apologize. Let us know. If there's any questions still outstanding, we'll be happy to go over them. Like I said, I don't really feel like we should ruin the Lizardman, Nurgle, and Wood Elf teams. You buy the game, you'll see them. If you care that much, you can find them online, I'm sure. This stuff isn't hidden. It's just a matter of, you know, they trust us. They didn't say we couldn't. Obviously, we can say whatever we want anytime. But we just want to leave some stuff for the imagination. Um, I got a question for you. Sure. Since I don't know. I had no idea we were getting this. Did you know, like, five days before, like, hey, we're sending you this? Mm -hmm. Oh, you it, did? Okay. If you would so check you your email. Huh? If you would check the email, you would have known, too. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it really surprised me. So Yeah. Like, no, GW reached out and said, and I mean, if we ever go back to tournaments, I have an article written for them that's supposed to go out on a newsletter that didn't go out. Hmm. So that well, would be nice too, but uh, we'll see. And uh, yeah, this is this is our first knowledge of getting something from them. So yeah. like, relax, people. Hopefully it's, it's nothing... not the last. And if you enjoyed this, please reach out to GW. Tell them that you liked us doing the review. I know somebody mentioned that we should do, because I know someone online did an unboxing video. Is that something you guys would be interested in? If you want us to do unboxing videos, I mean, who knows? Maybe we get the new edition early or something. That'd be amazing. But if we did... Would you want an unboxing video, or is this better? If, if, if that happens, I get that since you're taking this Blitz Bowl. That. <laughs> I mean, it only seems fair. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. But, yeah, if that's something you want, let us know. I mean, this is a podcast. Steve wants it all. He wants to hoard it all. Of course I do. Why wouldn't <laughs> I? Okay. Well, we're going to end it here and come back with some shout-outs. All right. It's the end game, and the end game challenges are out. It's time for shout outs. Oh, the things we do for love. Anyways, at some point, you can stop faking that you hate that now.
I mean, it's been over 100 episodes. I was thinking the same thing. I would stop faking I hate it, except I still kind of hate it. So, Yeah, but, I can tell by your body language, you really... It's not a pleasing sound to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it'd be a pleasing sound to anybody, but some people apparently do like it. Well, I think that's the genesis of it all is like, I knew you were in pain, so I continued to do it. That makes sense. So the big shout out we wanted to give, and I know um, a lot of people come here just for the shout outs, Jody and Matt from The Crush podcast, they do a Blitz Bowl podcast, and they helped out a lot to give us a little bit of clarity on the difference between first and second edition. So if you haven't listened to them, you can find them pretty much on any podcast app thecrush.libsyn.com you can look there but hey it's a podcast about blitzball how can you not love it it's awesome that's really cool yeah um shout out to you remember a man named spencer stevens i have heard of him yes um he didn't ask for a shout out but recently since i guess you started like talking about blitzball uh, you know you leaked it out and stuff mm -hmm. and not really leaked it out but showed it off um you know we've been talking and stuff like that and you know like i didn't know he's even still listened to us because i know he didn't play as much blood bowl you know for a while or well, whatever, yeah and he was into some other games guild so. ball and guild ball died yeah it's pretty crazy yeah so, it like, sucks and i mean he spencer's a great guy to begin with he did come to oh, oklahoma yeah. bowl he does amazing paint jobs. Took him forever to do my crom, but he was amazing. And then it just, he got into Blitz, uh, Guild Ball. And we're so fortunate to have this community that, you know, Blood Bowl died and it kept going. And Guild Ball died. And I asked him, I'm like, so is there not like a, a support group that, not support group, but is there not like a, a play structure or a group that would continue it on because I know they did tournaments. He's like, no, that's not what this community is. And when it died, it just died. Isn't that crazy? It's so weird. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, nine months from now, the whole GW could say we're never publishing Blood Bowl again. Mm -hmm. And there would be like a big community that would play. There might be two versions of it, you know what I'm saying? Sure. That plays 2016 rules or LRV6 and then 2016 rules and then 2020 rules. So it's Yeah, but it's just amazing. I mean, not to derail stuff. I just thought that was interesting that that game completely just went away and nothing came of it. Well, I think it's a testament of how much we really actually love the game. Yeah. But you were so. saying about Spencer? He listened. Oh, I was just going to give him a shout out. It was nice hearing from him cuz Yeah. We haven't spoken a long time, and, you know, it's not like we're in the same state or anything, but it was just nice to hear from him, and, you know, it just made me smile. So, uh, shout out to Spencer. Yeah, it's weird. Um, you know, you talk to so many people anymore. I assume you do as well, you know. I'm usually the communications person for the podcast, but still, we talk to so many people that we don't even think to give them shouts out, shout outs anymore because they're not just fans, they're friends. You know, mm -hmm. we just chat with them all the time anyways. So why would yeah, we... Yeah, it's really weird talking to people from Australia like on a daily basis. <laughs> I mean, Sean. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Everything. Uh, again, shout out to Jack at Maelstrom. He, 
is doing the Blitz Bowl neoprene pitches. So if you are interested, you can. I'm sure he'd do custom ones for you if you have different designs you want to do. If you have any idea, he's doing dice now too, I believe. So really? hit That's him up if you need something done. Jack's a great guy. He's always taking care of us. Um, well, I would else? like to give a shout out, and you probably don't want me to shout it out, but I, if I don't do it now, I can never do it. Maybe again. For some reason over at Task Force Deep, <laughs> Task Force Geek. Task Force Geek, which is like a nerdy show with a bunch of old guys like me. And Steve, you've been on there before as a guest, yeah. where we talk about just nerdy things. And sometimes the show really flows. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes the show drags a little bit, but we're trying to find our place, just like in the podcast where we learned, you know, this format works, this doesn't, let's change this, let's move this around. We, um, <laughs> shockingly, the last episode has over a thousand views over there at YouTube. And I don't know what's changed and I don't care you, what changed. Yeah, you do. But, Come on. Well, I mean, there were some things that were changed on the back end, but okay. regardless. Come on. I mean, if that, I'm if not, I'm not case. disparaging, but when the first word is Fortnite, you're going to get a lot of views. Okay. Well, it, whatever it is. <laughs> We have a lot of views, and I haven't been able to say we've had a thousand views for an episode yet. Right. So therefore, I'm saying like our subscribers have went up. It is awesome. maybe also the newer format has helped a little bit. Um, we're trying to, you know, police ourselves and listen to some feedback uh, recently. Even like even if we don't like hearing some of the feedback, did like, you start putting pants on? <laughs> and putting pants on and stuff like that. But anyways, I'd like to just encourage people to go over there. Yeah, you can find us at uh, you know youtube.com slash taskforcegeek now. Oh, we you got to 100, huh? Little page. Yeah, we got over 100 subscribers now. That's awesome. And it's growing. And I'm also doing a thing over there called Prime Reviews where I talk about comics or toys or games or sometimes a little bit of all that. If you listen to this and you have time and maybe you don't have time to watch Task Force Geek, I'm asking kind of as a favor if you could at least go to the Prime Reviews. They're... I try, my goal is to keep them under 12 minutes. And so far they have been go over there, you know, give us your opinion. If, if your opinion is, is it sucks, change this. Then I mean, by all means you have every right to do that or, you know, subscribe to the channel. So we're just trying to criticism people. What's that? Constructive criticism. Yeah. That's always a, not just straight a, criticism. Constructive. You got to have both. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I'm just saying if you enjoy me and Steve, we also have been doing other projects. You yeah. do the other Blood Bowl podcast. I've been doing this. and um, Yeah, definitely give it a listen or give it a watch. If you want us to do more video stuff, it's not really on our radar, but we no, are welcome and, to try. And I don't know, like, I've done a, already a few, like, uh, blind bag openings things over in Prime Reviews for, like, a board game. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if that should be the venue to, like, when the new Blood Bowl stuff comes out, me just do it for fun. People you know? do it, but it also requires us to buy everything. So, well, I know. Well, uh, I don't want to buy everything. I'm talking about just like the new set once it finally hits. And, yeah, that's true. Is. Yeah. And to be quite honest with you, I don't really. <laughs> you do a lot of work already on the on the podcast side of things. Um, I don't know. I've always thought maybe just <laughs> let let the guy who's producing the test for Geek stuff do the the other stuff too i don't know we'll see what happens in time but 
regardless, me and Steve have other venues that we're trying to be creative in. And if you like us here, go over there, give us a shot. And yeah, I love feedback. And even if it's about me or not about me, I can't encourage that enough. You know, like yeah. you can get people to download your show and get one or two things back. So continue to do that and don't ever feel scared of, of doing that, at least to me and Steve, because we like to hear that stuff. And yeah, for I sure. I think some of the task force geek guys uh, <laughs> kind of have a little soft skin at first and now they're starting to realize like why it's helpful. So, and I guess the last shout out, unless you have any more is going to be just a GW. We yeah, appreciate thanks, them sending thanks. it out, you know, letting us be, if not the first people in the world to have a copy, one of the first people, which is so weird and so awesome. So uh, if you're also a new listener and you made it this far, thank you. And yeah. feel free to continue listening. Yeah, I'm sure that there's probably a few first-time people that I don't know if they made it this far or not. <laughs> but uh, I know there's a big uh, community of the Blitz Bowl people. So welcome to the show. We hope you enjoyed. And Isn't it funny? Like, what was it? I can't remember when we created this show. Eight years ago now? Is it seven, it's 2011, six, wasn't it? So nine. Was it the end of 20? Okay, nine years, nearly nine years ago. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, I told you, I think we joked about, like, wouldn't it be cool one day if, like, you know, somebody noticed us in GW and, like, we helped bring Blood Bowl back and, like, <laughs> here we are now. And, like, I mean, it's a small thing, but it's just cool to... I mean, I don't know if we'll ever get anything again, but oh, at, least yeah. that, at least for one time, they, you know, gave us something. Now, if you're listening, GW, we want to talk to Jervis Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> let's get, let's get that going and make us geek out. So. That'll give us the, the Holy Trinity. That's right. Cause we have Gascon and Nifton. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk, um, I was propping task force geek and I actually had a, <laughs> it was not mainly just to get you guys to subscribe for me um it was really important to let you know that um pete nifton was on task force geek episode 18 and he hung out with us for about an hour and 45 minutes and if you've never heard pete before further from our podcast or you know go over there and watch that uh he, he's quite a gem and some of the stories he tells are just like you know i didn't know that pete nifton had a chance to work with Alan Moore, you know, yeah. and you can hear those stories over at the Task Force Geek uh, episode 18 with Pete Nifton. So get over there and support him. I mean, he's one of us and we're here. A lot of us are here because of Pete. So for sure, please make a comment or something like that for even just for him. So anyways, we appreciate you. And um, I think that wraps it up, Steve. That's good with me. Oh yeah. I wasn't going to say last thing. Um, Chaos Cup. It's in like two weeks. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm not going. As of it today, if I can, if I can work out something with my ex-wife to like rearrange the kids' schedule, I'm ninety percent sure I'm going. Well, that's awesome. Um, and but, I'm the one sitting at home being jealous this year. Um, but that's like super subject to change. Okay. So well, we'll see what happens, and if you do, we'll. We'll get a report from you. I have no idea what to play. And I, I feel now like this is the last chance to play a team before it changes. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we're done now. Okay, fine. Okay. All right, fine. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. All right, fine. Now we're done. All right, bye. Okay.
You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you want to know if your team name is Both Down Approved, send a tweet to at BD Approved. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown.